millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. A Living History Production. Hi, and welcome to Peter Hart's Military History Podcast. I'm in Gallipoli. This is day three of our tour, and I'm on a beach bar. If you can hear the sound of happy revelers, if you can hear the clink of glasses, then uh, you know that we're having a good time. Um, and we're here to discuss today. And today was, uh, what was today? I'm with Gary. Lovely. You know who I'm with. I'm with lovely Gary Bain. The, the talk of East Finchley and the talk of... Uh, Wherever he lives as well. Oh, Tottenham. Yeah, you're a Tottenham fan. Yeah. I'm an right. Arsenal fan. Tottenham fan. Arsenal fan. I could see the stadium from your house. You can. Arsenal fan. You know, we've had one or two heavy days, you know, uh, so we thought... So where were we going today? Uh, well, today we started with X-Beach. Hell is two. Hell is two. So uh, X-Beach, which uh, Jim Grundy informed me was where he started his love affair, as he described it, with Gallipoli. Strange lad at times, James. It's very strange. Uh, oh, Jim, as we, he allows us to call him Jim. Jim. Yeah. yeah. Uh, one of our great friends. And, uh, what did you think of, uh, of x Of that, that artillery road down to it's getting a bit tatty, isn't it? Yeah, there's quite a lot of holes down there. And, I mean, let, let's, let's, uh, let's describe the beach. Um, <laughs> it's, uh, it's about, oh, I don't know, 10 feet wide, if that. Uh, and it's a narrow strip, and there's no way on God's green earth I would describe that as a beach. Yeah, and behind it, there's a sort of earth cliff, earth and an occasional rock cliff. Yeah. Uh, there were exactly how many, can you remember? Uh, Gary, after all, I did tell you quite clearly on the beach, you briefed everybody in the group, so you will have it at your fingertips. Twelve. Bloody hell, I was not expecting that. Oh, I'd humiliate you in public there, but no, there was twelve. And... Uh, we talked about Captain Lockyer, who was on board HMS Implacable. And uh, he made a big thing that it came very close to the beach and smashed shell after shell, 12-inch, 9-inch, 6-inch, bing, bang, boof, bing, bang, boof, into the... And, and how if only, we, you know, if only everybody else had done this, the landings would have been a success. Um, well, I, I think it probably was effective, wasn't it? Uh, in, in what it did set out to achieve, well, it did seem to cause a bit of a spoiling of the day for the uh, the twelve men who were there. Uh, and the, we did mention that you can still see the Nordenfeld that was there uh, at one end of it, uh, and that was uh, that was placed on the. Uh, it's in front of the Royal Fusiliers Museum. Uh, that's great fun. We only spent a short while there. Um, well, there's not much to so see. We, so we hopped back on the coach. We did. And then where did we go then? 
Well, we headed down towards uh, Gully Beach and Gully Ravine. Yeah, we like that, don't we? We do. It was incredibly hot today. And those of you that know Gully Ravine know that you you get very little, if any, air and and breeze while you're down there. It's hard work, isn't it? So we started on the beach. Um, What did we see on the beach? Well, there's there's lots of things still there. So you've uh, you've still got the lighter that uh, infamously, and I'll use the word correctly today, um, (laughs) General Maud was uh, uh, being encouraged through the medium of poetry to hurry up and get into. Yeah. Well, no, that's a different one. <laughs> that's where he was in, and it ran aground, and he walked all the way around to W Beach. I'm glad you picked that up. You see, you haven't read my book properly, have you? What well, is that book called? Uh, I've read the first ten pages. Well, that's that's quite good for you. Yeah. To be absolutely <coughs> fair, it is quite good. I like so, that Nigel Steele one. Yeah, Nigel Steele. It was always your favourite. Yeah, yeah. Or was it Richard Van Emden? Oh, he was writing, written some books on Gallipoli. I must read some of his. Um, so, yes, yeah, so we went to, from the beach, we went to Joe Murray's well. Now, we are, you know, we are not uh, exaggerating here. We are privileged to be able to stand and talk about Joe Murray's well when you, yourself, interviewed the man, 30 hours, I believe you say. I um, can't remember. It's a lot. And, uh, you know, it, and it's and it's quite, I should imagine, it's quite strange for you to be standing next to the, the the well that that man built all that, that time I met, when did I about 1984 it was, uh, yes I knew him and it's strange it is he was only 88 then I think so that's younger than you are now <laughs> in, 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 in earth years yes <laughs> but I am of course an alien as people have commented before yeah. but uh, so then really it's a matter of moving we move it's the great gully ravine walk um why do we do it? I, I do we're it. stupid. <laughs> I do it because I really find it interesting to walk along one of the great communication channels, one of the great that that where, where the, the Turks couldn't see you from up on Achi Baba. It's just concealed. It provides every. You're in your logistics. You know how important that that valley is. Oh, it's very important, and I think you know what was it about six or seven kilometres in length, something like that. I don't know. Long. Um, uh, but it, it, you know, it's pretty easy I in terms so. of the walk. Uh, you have to watch your your foot in every now and again. Well, yeah, you could, you 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 definitely could twist your ankle. Yeah, and you don't do it alone. The, the, that's oh. very important. Anybody listening is thinking about coming to Gallipoli, do not walk Gully Ravine alone. No. Um, and then I think uh, halfway down, interestingly, they they're uh, sort of. Carrying out some deforestation there. there was, no, it's uh, not that. I've found out since what it is what from is uh, Bolent. Uh, they're, they're driving a road through oh. uh, to join up to the other, and the road will go down Artillery Road and now up the other one uh, across and then across to Cape Hellas. Uh, it's not the end of the world. No. Uh, it's their country as well. Of and I, absolutely. We, we both accept that. But what was pleasing to both of us, we saw all this deforestation for these roads, uh, and, and we were worried. We were worried about. Derek's dump. Now, Derek's dump is not uh, the fecal offerings of our lovely, uh, our lovely Scottish chump. Uh, it is actually a dump of uh, of old 1915 tin cans that he did. Yeah, so you've got some McConaughey's there and some bully beef cans. They're clearly identifiable. No, bully beef cans are the same as they are now. In fact, I think they're still Frey Bentus. Yeah, I think you're right. But uh, and and it's amazing, really, because I think the first time I saw them was 
two or three years ago, I think. Um, and, and, you know, they're still there. It, 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 well, we don't tell anybody where they are. That, no. That helps, because otherwise somebody might take them. Yeah, that's true. Uh, but it, it's great. They, they, they're a bit less dramatic than they were, but they are still really interesting. You can see the shape of the McConaughey's. And we talked a bit about the food they had, and we revisited my old joke. <laughs> Cheese made to make your mouth water. Bacon. Yeah, that's the other one, yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, so that was good. And then um, continuing, I mean, it is a hard slog in, in heat. So we continued that. And there were a couple of uh, uh, challenging areas where people had to get down low underneath the foliage. And yeah, stuff like that. That, I mean, you didn't have much problem there. but I, No, I, I mean, suffering. I'm practically on the floor. Yeah. Um, but uh, as we mentioned, dear <laughs> listeners, we're on a beach and the children are enjoying themselves. And so they should, Gary. So, so they, should. they should. They're, they're on their holidays, unlike us on a serious yes, battlefield Yes, we are on a serious tour. battlefield tour. There is no enjoyment on our tours. Oh, there's never any enjoyment on a Peter Hart battlefield no, tour. No, you're absolutely... Oh, that could be our new strap line. Yeah, it could be. What, <laughs> what was the other one you thought of, Gary? Well, I thought, uh, originally, I thought Peter Hart battlefield tours. Not all scars are physical. Yeah, I think that'll have the punters absolutely pour in through <laughs> the door. <laughs> so, yeah, so um, we went, uh, we took a slight diversion up to, uh, and I, I've forgotten the name here. Gagan's Bluff. Gagan's Bluff, thank you very much. Which, where, where again, we we, pay, we saluted the work of Bernard de Broglio, who, who has done a lot of work on that, about the cemetery, about where the football took place. In fact, he wrote an article, I believe, on the football. I've uh, never heard of him. Never heard of him. Oh, Bernie Freiburg. Oh, him, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then we carried on up and after you know it gets a bit of a slog but we could get through that the uh the blockage caused by the collapse of that stuff i used to stand on and shout mm. for a witty joke uh has now cleared away and you can walk right up to uh, the barricades yeah. uh, which were the front lines just by frith walk of uh 90 the 4th of june 1915 and uh there we read uh uh savory's account of, of of the 14th sikhs being slaughtered attacking both sides and through the gully and it's 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 difficult to imagine being told to go over the top in those circumstances yeah i mean we we walked all joking aside we we walked the ravine today with four bottles of water um and we're in a bit of a state frankly and had to have a bit of a sit down when we got to the front lines uh can you imagine having to fight at the end of that? And, of course, the front lines, I, I think, at most, 75 yards apart. At most. At most. Yeah. Uh, I mean, it's incredible. And now the local dogs come to lick Gary. <laughs> Hello! <laughs> you Fred no, has we, made an appearance. It's a different Fred. <laughs> we then emerged like heroes. Well, from Gully River. I was Ravine. very glad to see that bus by the, uh, to take us to Nuri Yamut. Yeah, normally we walk across there. Oh, but, but it was hot, wasn't you, it? You seem to have developed a heart, Mr. Hart. Yeah, well. Uh, and you'd arrange for the coach to meet us as soon as we emerged. It's just, it, it's just, it, we're a week earlier than we used to be. And this climate, it, it's just hot. It's, what was it, 34 to 36? Anyway, um, yes, so we, we had lunch, very nice lunch. It was, uh, as ever. Yeah. Uh, and then we, we heard from the lovely Belent. Yes. Um, rather quite a shocking tale, really. Well, it was a part of the tale I never heard. He told us to tell a Nuri Yamut monument about, about the man, Nuri Yamut, who was a young second lieutenant or whatever in the campaign. Later on became a corps commander and then a general. And he had, uh, he, he felt 
bad that uh, all these corpses were left around. And what was the? It looked like what did it? Uh, it looked like a, a melon field. Yeah, a melon uh, field. The, the, the skulls, the white skulls. And he, and, and he paid for it himself. He sold his houses. He had two houses uh, in Istanbul. He sold he sell- those. To, to pay both for that. of them. He sold both of Not them. Not sure he was thinking ahead there. No. Well, he might have been what ultimately happened. Oh yeah. Um, so he sold both the, his houses, but uh, unfortunately, there was a, a military coup in the sixties, very early sixties, in which he un. Well, he either participated or didn't. Yeah. Uh, probably chose the wrong side. Is how it boils down, and uh, was executed. And I, I, I felt so. I've always I've, that was that was again. It's bullet. York was told us that I had no idea of that. He'd, I'd never heard it before, and I found it quite sad that a man who'd done so much for the men who fought with him, under well, many fought under a second lieutenant, but uh, they they fought with him, and yeah. uh, it's it's just rather sad. Uh, now we left there and, and we went to two cemeteries. We went to uh, Pink Cemetery and we went to Pink Farm Cemetery. Sorry, yeah. Pink Farm Cemetery. Pink Cemetery. Pink Farm Cemetery, and then we went on to your favourite of all cemeteries, Redoubt Cemetery. And why is that my favourite, Gary? You, you attract the local wildlife, particularly bees and wasps. Wasps it was, Gary, and I was stung, and my hand swelled up to three times the usual size, which enabled me to do great funny things. Yeah. Of course, some of my my uh, my colleagues, some fears, as... Uh, it didn't seem to be going down for two or three days, but uh, it went down and everything was all right. And the doctor says it's an allergic reaction. Have I'm not st- to worry. The doctor doesn't like me either. Have you been stung in the head? <laughs> My head has swelled. <laughs> but, uh, no. Are so you we, saying I'm big-headed? So we, uh, no, not at all. So uh, we, we spent a little time there. There was a couple of stands in the corner. I rested under a tree at the you other did. end. Are you uh, rested under whose tree? This is a bit of a test. Oh, I have no idea. George Duckworth. Drew. Thank you very much. One I of did, the sole... Uh, I did take a photograph of it. One of the sole uh, individual memorials on Gallipoli. And it's nice. It's a lovely oak tree. Yeah. And it's um, under that bloody oak tree. I was stung. So I've got nowhere well, bloody James near James and I stayed there. But we could hear Roger's booming voice from the other end. Hey! Roger um, Chapman, a great friend of ours. And fellow... What is he? I don't know. Chum. Fellow chum. Yes. Yeah, he's a fellow chum. And then we left there... And uh, I think from there we went into Krithia, did we not? No, we went to the quadrilateral first. I, I nearly missed a fantastic part of the day. Oh, so we'd been to the French Memorial uh, two days before, and yeah. uh, the quadrilateral smashed to bits by heavy artillery fire in many ways. Uh, a, a, a scene of devastation, of death and destruction. We read some quotes to illustrate the... Uh, the nature of the fighting. Uh, there was a one awful one about maggots and, and ooze running out of a leg, hanging out of a trench. That was actually at the Harrika, but, but it's just the same thing at the quadrilateral. And then I gave you one to read, didn't I? You did. What? Can you give? Can you give? If you can remember, and I, I always worry about you sometimes. Can you remember the essence of that quote that you read only four hours ago? Well, the the, the name of the individual was Cornelius. And I'm going to get it wrong, but De Bruin, De Bruin, which means John the Bear, because uh, he was British. Oh. What was his real name? Um, Dick Cheney. Dick Cooper. <laughs> Just make it up. And his real name was Jean De Bruin. No, Dick Cooper. <laughs> Dick and, Cooper. Um, and that caused that. I felt that caused a frisson. Well, it did allow me to do the uh, the reading in his natural accent. 
Yes, that was funny. <laughs> uh, and what what accent would that be? Would it be mine. North North London? North London. <laughs> but he, I mean, he 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 described how they would uh, go out and uh, recover cigarettes from or the, tobacco, the, or tobacco from the Turkish dead, uh, and that they the Turkish seem to have uh, a, a high quantity. And uh, he crawled out and he he gathered some tobacco and he he rolled himself a cigarette, uh, which he lit. And immediately choked on because, um, in why essence, would that be? Was well, it in too essence, strong? was it too strong for him? Gary? Was it too strong? Oh, is Turkish tobacco too strong for Dick Cooper? No. Oh. It, the unfortunate uh, Turkish soldier had been dead for some time, and uh, his putrefying body had basically tainted the tobacco. Um, so in, he he immediately threw the tobacco away. No, he didn't. He immediately <laughs> he was in the French Foreign Legion. <laughs> he immediately made about twenty fags and took them back and gave them to his mates and watched them light them all up and be sick of them the taste, which we think is a great example of the sort of. And humor. we'll be in our book, I believe, that Matt has commissioned from us. Yeah. It's very kind of Matt. To go. Such an advance. I wasn't expecting a ten thousand pound advance for you. No, nor is I don't think he, was <laughs> I don't think he that. is. Um, he told me it was the same rate as my as the book I've just written for him. He said I'll get bugger all and I'll get it when he chooses. That, yeah. Those are his words to me. But it was interesting because the quadrilateral is one of the early clearances that they did two or three years ago, and what what I was really pleased to see. We mentioned that they're leaving the roots in to to sort of help uh, pr- protect the trench systems and. Uh, uh, from erosion and from the weather and, and conditions. But this has started to grow back, which I was really pleased to see. So Slowly. Yeah, but it's growing. They're not going back and keeping it clear. They're allowing it to grow, which I think will preserve them for a it's long sensible, period. It's sensible, isn't it? So that they can have, you know, they, they, will cl- they will clear one bit one year, and then leave it for five years, ten years, and then clear another bit. And that, that for us as a, as a, as people who visit the battlefield, that that's oh, no, not a problem. You you see something for three, four, five years, and then and then it becomes difficult again. You can still see it if you want to, but then you've got something. They've cleared something else, and I, I would just salute the work they do on this clearance. I think it's marvelous, and I don't think there's anything wrong with it at all. I, I, no, yeah. not at all. Because some people say, "Oh, it exposes it to ruin." Well, it, it, what's the point of it being there if you can't see it? Yeah, and we went to the quadrilateral first year I came with you. Oh, um, it's a nightmare, and it, it was awful getting in there. I mean. It, and when you got in there, what perception did you have? You of got it? no perception at all, particularly as you didn't have a map. I oh, probably was lost. Mm. Um, now, uh, so where did we go from there? Well, uh, we then nipped down to where the Royal Naval Division uh, attacked, and we were particularly interested in the Hood Battalion, weren't we? Mm. Now, this is attacking from Parsons Road across uh, on the fourth of June. 1915, the big attack, the Battle of the Fourth of June, and uh, we featured uh, our favourite. Uh, there's no again from the well and everything, but we featured Joe Murray very highly because he was probably the greatest person I'd ever interviewed in a, in a 30, 40 year career, whatever it was. But you've interviewed me. Yeah, that was a, a minor, uh, a minor highlight. <laughs> You're so funny. <laughs> and and the, um, I mean, what did you think of of, of it's his memory, isn't it? We played a tape from him first. Yeah. And uh, with his, his Geordie, oh, I don't know what that is. <laughs> Seems to be some that's, that's your best Scottish impression. You was doing a Geordie. Oh, God. 
Um, so, uh, but it, we played it, and it's quite emotive. Does it count down five, four? Yeah, yeah, that's the all then, do. But, and and then he miss it, but he, he's got the added detail. I think he missed number three or four because young cocky, young left and cocky, oh sub left and hey, oh, it ain't me calling him cocky. He, oh, he walked past it. I think Parsons missed number three or four, and and then and then after two minutes to go, man, one minute and right. and it's just amazing what a memory he has. It's like he's watching it, and he told me when I went back to see him years later. Uh, he told me it was like a film in his head. Now, you, I, you uh, bank things for films in your head, don't I you? I do, yeah. And I would heartily recommend people to buy, uh, well, it's got two titles, but the, the, the paperback version is Gallipoli 1915. I think the hardback is Gallipoli as I saw it. Yeah, that's, that, that'll cost you 20 or 30 quid uh, Hold on, now, because it the, came out in yeah, 1963 or the, four. Uh, the paperback, I think. A couple of quid. A couple of quid, yeah. Two or three pounds. Five at most. Very uh, well worth buying. Oh, and then, of course, listen to the Imperial War Museum tapes. You find that by time. I think he's Joseph to the War Museum. Joseph Murray, uh, IWM, into the internet will get it out. There's just the 22 and a half hours to listen to. Keep you busy for a I'll couple. Keep you busy, yeah. If you think our podcasts are long, <laughs> try listening to that. Yeah, and then we, we, we sort of did uh, a reading after that. I, I read uh, a couple of pieces from Joe. And, uh, and there was a bit of acting towards the end of it, wasn't there? Yeah. Joe, uh, he describes how he's retreating back to the first trench and he describes how he was originally going to step into the trench but discovered there was some Turks occupying that so trench. So what does he do? Well, he, he leaps over but he's given a bit of help by one Johnny Turk uh, who basically bayonets him in the arse but not thrusting, just a little nick. In his nick, and and what? How did I try and bring the the sort of scene you to life? Stabbed me in my ass with a walking stick. Brought the whole scene to life. Uh, so so what then? What then? What do we do then? Uh, from there, I think we did go into Chris. We did, and this is uh, this museum is and ice cream time. Museum and ice cream time. So we paid for everyone to go in the museum, and uh, how many went into the? We but, paid for uh, eighteen, I think, and uh, six went yeah. into the museum. But, that's that's because a lot of them had been before with different trips. But the chap was only interested in you. He, every time I've seen him, he kisses you, and he, I think the restrictions for COVID nineteen held him back, mate. Yeah, I think he he looked very frustrated. Though. He looked frustrated, and we just uh, you elbowed. We elbowed that traditional, new traditional form of greeting. He's a lovely man. He gave me a great big bag of of almonds, and what a lovely man he is, and what a lovely museum he's got. Can you open those almonds? No, I can't. So from there, we had our ice creams, had a bit of a rest, and it, and it was needed. Uh, and then we, we went up to Achibaba. Achibaba, yeah, and that was good. We went up to the viewing platform, and from there we could see the tactical importance of... of, of yes, and, and you made the point, I thought, really well very, very soon after we got up there. It is a tactically important position. But it wasn't in any way strategically important. No, it doesn't uh, doesn't give you anything. It doesn't give you any strategic obje- objective. The, the strategic objective, if you like, is the uh, the Narrows, and they're dominated by one thing, and that's Kilid Bahir, which Bolent York must call the big bastard. Uh, and there's a reason that you see when you're up there, isn't there? I yeah. mean... We went, we went, what we did was we climbed up, we looked at the, uh, we, there's a viewing platform, which I hate, 
Um, from there, it's it's well sighted. It's got one small thing. We'll discuss that perhaps in a moment. It's a brilliant viewing platform. You can see the whole of Hellas. It makes it obvious why it's important that the artillery could see if five men walk past the Hellas. Well, it wasn't there, but in the Hellas area uh, above uh, WB, they'd, they'd see it. Yeah, uh, it's just a question of shortage of shells that prevented them. Uh, but there's one small fault with that uh, viewing platform, wasn't it? Well, yeah, I mean, once you're up there, if you then want to continue beyond it... To look at the back. To look at the back, which would give you the view of Kilibahia. Or the Narrows. Or the Narrows, because you can't see them from, from the viewing platform. You'd have to either go all the way back down the stairs and then all the way back up, all the way back down the stairs and then up the road. Or, if you're very brave and stupid, stupid. you climb over the back of the viewing platform. I believe you hurt your tummy. I hurt my tummy. My tummy seems to stick out and get scrunched. That's because some... you're a fat git. I can't believe you'd say this. Uh, it, it, but it's just stupid. They just need... Uh, either, no uh, offence. But, uh, yeah, so we climbed off the back. It's it's stupid. It's a stupid thing to do, uh, listeners, and don't ever do it. But we normally do. And then we went up there and, and you, 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 you gave a really good description of the... Uh, the stupidity, for want of a better word, in getting bogged down in limited objectives instead of remembering what was the strategic objective. Now, whether it was achievable or not ever is a different question, but we did get bogged down in, in local activities. Well, it just became trying to capture... I always say capture H12. That always springs to my mind. We must capture H12. Why? It's on the way to... Uh, part of the vineyard or somewhere it's on the way to Krithia Krithia's not an objective it's no. just a little village in the middle of nowhere no. then then you have to get Achibaba you get Achibaba but what about the ground between Achibaba and uh, Kilidba here what did you think as you looked at I mean I asked you the question I'll, I'll ask you again on tape uh, there it is you look ahead of you and it's rough ground. It's really rough ground. There's hill after hill after hill, deep valley, flat bottomed valley with hills on the other side, and then the mighty rise up to the heights of Kilidbahir. And I remember, I remember, I, it still, still haunts me sometimes when I asked you, I asked you, I said, Gary, Gary, you, with your long military service, you, you, can you, can you, you know, you look at this. What what would you do? How 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 do you feel as you look at this objective? What would you do as you, faced with such a, a military trial? And you gave me an answer that has stuck in my mind. What was that answer? I wouldn't want to do it naked. You wouldn't want to do it naked. Or would I? <laughs> well, I think we'll leave the listeners to decide that for themselves and that was it for another day and thank you for listening to our podcast it's goodbye from me peter hart i'm lovely and uh, goodbye from who gary bang lovely gary cheers pete take it easy and can you put your clothes back on now yeah sure Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Thanks for listening. 
Follow us on Twitter and Facebook to learn more about each episode. And if you'd like to support the podcast, you have a couple of options. You can buy us a coffee at buymeacoffee forward slash PGMH or consider subscribing to the podcast for only £2 per month and get ad-free listening and bonus content. You can find links for both on our Facebook and Twitter accounts. Sounds great, doesn't it?